Yo, what are we on here, motherfucker, man? Like episode 24, right there? We on the Kobe number, son. Kobe? Shit. Well, for all of the, the fuck you mean podcast listeners out there, we got a very special guest yet again this week. We have a legendary MC. This guy is putting more work than fucking anybody in the game right now. And we will explain why in the course of this interview. I would like to shout out and welcome to the show, Terminology of ST The Squad. Bong bong, what up, Term? What up, what up, what up? The crowd goes crazy. Thank you very much for coming on, Term. Real quick, I'm gonna yes, I'm just indeed. gonna I'm just gonna give people a little background on you. Just you know, for the listeners out there that might not be as familiar as they fucking should be. Alright. <laughs> But uh, Terminology is a motherfucking legendary rapper, all right? He's been in the game, I think, since around, like, 2002, 2003. I think you may have dropped your first project, which was called Hood Politics, if I remember correctly. Um, He's been in the game for, like, 17, 18 years right now and has 38 fucking albums under his belt. You guys understand? 17 years, 38 projects. I mean, the fucking workload is insane, all right? He was featured in the Source's unsigned hype column back in 2005 for his verse on This Is Hip Hop. Uh, He's worked with every motherfucking producer you could imagine, from Primo to fucking Pete Rock to fucking Alchemist to whoever the fuck ever. He, He done work with them, all right? He's the founding member of ST The Squad. Uh, he's from Lawrence, Massachusetts, a.k.a. Lawtown. Represent Boston over here. You know what I mean? He's the fucking founder of Good Dad Gang, which we'll get into. He's a co-host of Show Off Radio with Static Selector. I mean, what the fuck else do you do, Term? Goddamn. Son got how more you... albums than I've been on the earth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, how do you even have time to do this shit, Term? What's good? Hey, man. First off, man, I appreciate y'all having me. <laughs> no doubt, thank you. Yeah, on. bro, it's like this shit just comes second nature to me. You know, it's like I just love hustling. I love grinding. I love art. I love hip hop. Uh, you know, I love being a good dad. I love getting money, and I just kind of just make time for all of them. Just make sure that yeah. I, tr- I try to do all of them at a top notch level, so I can be comfortable and uh, be my own boss out here. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. And term, I mean. You really have a lot of shit on your plate. This is, you know, this ain't no joke. You tore the world fucking 10 times over. You've been all over the goddamn place. And you even started producing beats in recent years on top of that. So it's like, where the fuck do you find the time to to, to make all this happen? I'm an insomniac, man. I just don't sleep. God damn. That or- sounds rough. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I got a thing. I got a, a hashtag that I use. It's called work while they sleep. And Art. I put the hash. Usually, I put it like around what time I go to sleep. I put it on my Snapchat. It's just exclusive. I don't really, I don't use it on the gram because it will go crazy. Like, Snap is a little more low. I just got like some personal friends and shit. Word, so I kind of like I, before I go to sleep, I it'd be like seven a.m. I'm still writing rhymes and shit. And I put God, the black screen work working where they sleep. And it's it's been like a thing I've been doing for years. And it's it's I don't know. It just it is what it is. I'm used to it. Like. You're not going to sleep till tomorrow, so you might as well work all day till you fall asleep. Word up, word up. Man, I don't know how to work on Snapchat, man. I'll be trying to... Man, I had that shit. I didn't know how to work that shit, so I said, fuck it, delete that shit, man. 
<laughs> it's just like the gram, but it, gram is way more fun. Yeah, yeah, a lot of characters on there. No yeah. doubt, no doubt. So, yo, wow. I mean, turn man, your resume is is extremely extensive. Like I just said, thirty eight fucking projects in about seventeen years. Um, there's a lot of new upcoming rappers out here in the underground. You know, they, they that I constantly am talking about out here. You know, there's been, they call it the hip-hop renaissance now. You know, it's like a new wave of fucking boom-bap shit. You know, for somebody who has been in the game as long as you and has been as successful as you are doing this as a legitimate career, right? What kind of advice could you give to, you know, some of these upcoming underground rappers right now who think they're making a name for themselves? Like, what what's the most important thing that they should do in their career? Damn, that's crazy. I think um, you know, just be consistent. It don't it don't matter if you do like one project a year or five projects a year. You know, what whatever amount you you are comfortable with making the best art you can make. Like some people make a fire album in a day. I seen Static do it with Saigon and seen mm-hmm. Static do it with Bun B. Um, yeah. you know, I've done it with Static. I saw Freeway do it. It's like Freddie Gibbs Certain MCs could do it in one day, and that shit's fire. And then some of these cats, they'll take a year, and that shit is still garbage. So I think um, what it comes down to is, like, top-quality music, man. Work at your own pace, but, you know, just be true to yourself and just keep going. Don't let nothing – don't take an off-season. Don't take a year off. Don't take no time off. Just keep going and be consistent. Yo, boom, boom, boom. My thing is, okay – Mid said, like, you got your catalog extensive. They got other dudes here with 89 albums and shit, but, like, all of them suck. The <laughs> thing with your shit is, like, yeah, consistency. You know what I'm saying? Them albums don't suck. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you can be like Fahim and motherfucking, yeah, <laughs> drop 89 albums and 26 mixtapes. You know what I'm saying? Or you could be like Term and drop a lot of albums, too, but they're consistently good. You know what I'm saying? Well, well, right. Well. So There's I would a like major to know, difference. The major difference, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Major difference. Because he dropped 79 projects in one year. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, <laughs> boom. Let me go back. Like, boom. I'm interested in Genesis. Like, a lot, a lot of rappers, I, I want to see how, like, y'all came up from, from, the, from the start to what you got right here to even how you got your name. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really would like to know, how did you come up with your name, Tom? Uh, the name I found in the dictionary. I used to just read a dictionary. Just, to just read a dictionary? Dope, dope words. Yeah. I was only yeah. reading dictionary when I was like 14, 15 and shit. So oh, everybody shit. started calling me terminology. And then that shit just kind of turned into term. And I've been term ever since. So, boy, That's dope. someone gave you that shit. Someone just gave you that shit. Like, boy, old terminology. Nah, boy, nah, that nah, shit. nah I, gave, I gave it to myself. Um, I gave it to myself. And then, like. Once I started telling people that that's what I wanted them to call and that me. definitely was you. Yeah, yeah. As an artist. And it worked. When I, it's funny, when I was a kid, like in high school and shit, I used to be like, you know, I never really left my hood. I ain't go nowhere. So when I was like, damn, when I go to New York or L.A. one day, this is probably going to be a big rapper in terminology. And I used to be worried about it. You know what I'm saying? And oh, then shit. It's <laughs> now it's been 23 years and I've never met not one person in terminology. You hear nah. a lot of rappers with the same name. It's crazy. I just got mm-hmm. lucky. It was like no, everybody, like nobody fucked with it until I took it, and then once I took it, I feel like everybody knew that was that name was taken. So nobody, nobody just yeah. tried to take it. This shit is crazy though. It comes to weight with that name though, son. Like boom, like yeah, you can't be out here talking about why me do my dance with a name like <laughs> terminology. I do. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's yeah. a fact, bro. They definitely that's real so, lyrical yeah. shit. That shit is is part of is part of making music for me, though. I can't even do shit that's not lyrical. That shit just there. You go. I, w- I wouldn't be able to say it. You know what I mean? Out of my brain. Right. And I mean, and the source fucking realized that back in 05 when you got the unsigned hype comp. You know what I mean? Like you you've been spitting high quality verses since Mm -hmm. since you started rapping, man. (laughs) Like fucking Christ. So I appreciate that, man. Yo, so turn back to what Lukey was just saying. Um, all right, we know how you got your name, but how'd you get into the game? How'd that all start? It was just like, you know, me and Easy Money, you know, I think it started when we were like around 14. We were just mm-hmm. freestyling. And I was trying to put together a little group. I grabbed Artisan. I grabbed, uh, you know, this other cat named Stally. I just grabbed like MCs from around the way. My cousin Gutter. It was a bunch of us. And we all used to just do cyphers together and shit. And then that turned into battles. So we started doing battles. And then we started doing shows. That was just locally, like Lawrence Haver, Low. And then, like, once we finally got a, a couple shows in the beam, we was like, oh, shit. Like, the world is bigger than our little neighborhood. And, um, you know, we started doing a lot of shows in the beam early. Like, we was still in high school and shit. Yeah, that, and that's then, a yeah, fact. Because you know I, I witnessed that shit. <laughs> I was in the yeah, crowd. So. I was in the fucking crowd at all that shit back, back in, like, 01, 02. Um, yeah, yeah. I yeah, didn't graduate like, high school till 02. Yeah. So, so know, and... and like, and Back I don't know if you bar. right, right, Middle East, Bills Bar, fucking and uh back then in O two, right, I was um I was in college, right? And I had a little radio show through, you know, BU. And I don't even know if you remember, but I interviewed you and Easy Money together on my radio show back in the day uh-huh. in O back yeah, in O two. Yeah. And y'all motherfuckers rolled up, y'all rolled into the studio with the fucking, the Henny and Alizé while you guys were still in high school <laughs> with the thug passion over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yo, been, hey, man, we've been, <laughs> we've been drink champs for a long time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Champs. <laughs> Yo, and I remember. Oh, we gave him my own chapter. Yes, yes, he did. Actually, DJ Beans mentioned that last week when we interviewed her. Yeah, she, said, yeah, she, she told us how, how Nori uh, <laughs> gave you that shit, yo, that's ill. And uh, you know what's crazy? Yeah. Is e- Easy Money told me, I didn't even realize this when you guys were in the radio station back then, but he said that y'all, or at least he, I don't know about you, but he snatched up mad vinyl records from the radio <laughs> stage. <laughs> yeah, that's how you do Sounds it. like Easy Yo, <laughs> that sounds like some easy shit, man. Hell yeah! yeah he was like, "Yo, that's I'm a funny ass interview." He was getting that <laughs> shit so he could he could find samples on that shit, you know? <laughs> Yo, Easy used to boost so much shit, bro. He would literally come to my crib trying to sell me everything. Yo, I got some jeans, yo. I got some black jeans. Yo, you want this camo coat? And yo, I got this new OC album. I sold you one for me, one for you. Give me some dollars. <laughs> he was on. He was on one back in the days, man. Yo, let me tell you something, though, term. I don't think he stopped because, <laughs> because, because. Let me tell you, in the past like five years, you know how many times that guy has hit me up, like, yo, I got the new, I got the new phone posits a month early. I got the new Jer- Jordans a month early. He, you know how many pairs of kicks I bought off of Easy Money in the past couple yeah. years? Shit. You're the, you're the hustler for sure, man. That's one well, thing. I didn't come you can never lose that. Yeah. But, but let's let's get back to the rap, though, right? So 
you and Easy, like you said, you were doing a lot of the local shit that, uh, over in Haverhill and L- Lawrence and probably Lowell, I would imagine. But yeah. then you then you branch out to Boston and start making a real fucking name for yourselves. Um, I think Easy Money won like a freestyle battle uh, back in the day. Um, yeah, he won a football battle in 01. Yeah, yeah. And, and he got that's... Signed. We both got signed at that time. We got signed to two record deals. We got signed as oh, a shit. group. The center Wait, field record in uh-huh. 01, right? Yep. I was still in high school. Then in 02, um, that's that's when we started getting interest for different labels. And I ended up signing with Detonator and dropping yep. my solo single, All I Know, in 03. And then Easy signed with another label and dropped a, a single he had with Knots at the same okay, time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and in the Boston local scene, I mean, you guys were making some real waves at that time. Um, how did you guys branch out, or you specifically, from the local yeah. Boston scene to then transition to become such a successful international rap artist like you are right now? Yeah, man, it it was just like one of those things I was determined to do. Like, I was like, I can't just be around here in the 978, you know what I mean? I got a talent much bigger than this. I knew it. And I had mm-hmm. you know, I had the vision. I had the, the hustle. And I had some good friends like Static Selector, uh, you know, all the other cats around me, ST, you know, the whole clique. It was like, we all just, you know how we used to come to shows, 60 deep, 50 deep, yep. you know what I mean? It was like the movement was so strong and everybody just believed that there would be somebody from around our way that could do it big. You know, so mm-hmm. people in New York, we we'll rent a bus, go to the Puerto Rican Day Parade, like 17 deep. I just bring the whole Haver with me, the whole Lawrence with me, and we just be mobbing at SOBs, waving flags, just crazy shit, like shit uh, nobody yeah. ever from my hood, you know, because before me, it was scientific, and he passed away. Yeah, R.I.P., man. Yeah, he, he made some waves for sure, and he, he kicked down the door for us, and so didn't Crumb. But it was like the era that I was in was different. I was coming in like the new era where shit was more like documented. Everything was documented. And mm-hmm. my, you know, MySpace was the first like social media shit. And I was popping on there. Yep. So it was kind of like ushering in the whole YouTube. Watch how it go down dropped in 06 when YouTube was fresh. So yeah, it was like hip hop was having the renaissance in that, in, that, in that time too. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of got in the, in the door at the right time. Yeah, it, indeed. And, um, Term, I know you've probably answered the question I'm about to ask you a, a million motherfucking times, but I'm, I want to ask it because I know that we have listeners on our podcast here who are new to the rap game. Um, you know, a lot of them are into the new underground wave right now that, you know, the Griseldas and the, and the Rome Streets and the Daniel Sons and the Crime Apples and stuff like that. Uh, for some of our listeners who might not be familiar with you know your career and how far back you go i'd like for you to tell us the story about how you got that first single watch how it go down with dj Premier. because when that song dropped as you probably know i mean that shit w- was legendary bro it's one of my favorite dj Premier songs ever with any rapper and i mean that from the bottom of my heart you annihilated hard body you bro. you annihilated that song term so Quickly, I know you probably don't care to talk about this all the time, but quickly, just for our listeners, could you just tell us how that all went down? Like, how did Watch How It Go Down go down? Go down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, used to, I used to go everywhere Premier would go and be like, yo, 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 I need a beat. I need a beat. You know what I'm saying? And he would <laughs> swerve me. Like, this went on for like two and a half years. 
<laughs> no uh, shit. Yeah, this this went on for like, cause I was I started stressing them like, cause I met, I was signed to Crumb for a little while, right? And then so I went for to them, for, for all yeah. listeners, that's that's Crumb Snatcher, another Snatcher. legendary rapper from Boston. Yeah, he was Gangstar Foundations. Yeah, yeah. Bring me up. There you go. Yeah. Down Primo. So I'm in the same team, no games video, the Gangstar joint. Yep. I had went to the Bronx and I got a little cameo in there. And that was my first time doing a cypher. I spit um, doing a cypher for, uh, in front of Premier and Guru. So mm-hmm. after that, it was like they, they met me and they knew who I was. I was on the radar. I was like Crumb's little man. And then Static got really cool with Preem. So Static reintroduced me to Preem like the mm-hmm. year later. And then they was already cool. So then it was like it wasn't only me asking. It was me and Static asking. Well, word. word. You know, and then there was one time they were in the studio. And he had played the beat for Stat. And he was like, yeah, I was going to use this for, you know, X, Y, Z, but they don't want it no more. So he was like, what? He said, they don't want that what? beat. He, he said, I know somebody will buy it right now. He said, give us the terminology. Mm-hmm. So Premier, Premier and Static called me on the phone. They were like, yo, we want to play you something real quick. They played the beat. They are like, yo, you want it? I was like, hell yeah. And then <laughs> that was it. I bought the, the beat right there. Want to, who did it want Yo, turn. Who, who's the who fucking? Want that beat? Who's the <laughs> asshole who passed on that beat? Cause that beat is amazing. Fuck is that shit. <laughs> I think I think it wasn't that they didn't like the beat. I think they didn't. They kind of didn't know what to do with the beat. The beat yep. was a little. Intimidating. What? You know what I'm saying? Not because yep. you know the per- the person who passed up on it. I really respect and and is a dope rapper. It's just I think they kind of didn't know where to go with it. Right, so it right. Kind of sat itself. You know what I'm saying? And then Man, since it well, itself, I was able to take it. And I knew exactly what to do with it. Like, as soon as I heard it, I knew how to attack it. I was like, yo, I'm going to destroy this shit. Yeah, and attack it, you did. Attack it, you did. I mean, the flow was bananas. But not only was the flow bananas, the content was bananas. Like, god damn. So, the video was dope as well. How did you you record it, Term? So, I wrote it, um, I wrote it, like, in three different, like, places. I wrote one of them in my mom's house, Mm -hmm. you know. In the in the attic and shit, that was like the first verse. Then the second verse I wrote on the Fungwa bus going to New York from Boston. <laughs> to New York. Yep. And then the yep. third verse I wrote when I came back to the hood after being in New York for the week. I was running around with static grinding. So I used to do yeah. all that shit and come back to the hood, but we stuck like stuck in the trap where everybody, but shit was still hot and we were still going through it. But it was yep. in the middle of that shit, like the middle of blowing up, but like still being in the streets. It was crazy. So that's where them bars came from because they real. It was like. I was going yeah, through definitely. some real shit at the time. And Man. after that, that, that song changed my life, honestly. Like, after that, everything changed for me. Yeah, I mean, I believe it because that was a fucking legitimate hit. That was yeah. a hit hit. <laughs> yeah, it was big. The source, the source put it on, like, their Song of the Year compilation and shit. It was wow. getting, like, ESPN plays and all the college football games. Um, wow. You know, people were remixing it. There was a, there was a vinyl. That sold out. I sold 3,500 copies like the first week, like immediately. I'm just wow. gone. And then we did, uh, <laughs> we did 2,500 of the remix with Papoose and Little Fame. So yeah, I was that remix is ill. Bro, like thousands of vinyls. I came from from not doing shit to all of a sudden I'm popping. I'm on tour. This shit was right. madness. I got a, I a mean, slight story about that, yeah. uh, that song right there. Like, check it out, boom. That was Lime Wire days, and I couldn't find nothing. I'm here in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Like, boom. Like, I didn't really use that crunk music down here at that time. And so, like, my homies hit me about LimeWire. Yo, you got LimeWire. You can get any music. You can get any porno you want. 
of LimeWire. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, word? So I'm like, I was like, okay, boom. So I hear that shit, I think, on MySpace. And like I said, yo, I, don't, I can't find a know this dude. Like, who is this dude? So I type it in, get the song. Three days later, my computer catches AIDS. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and dies. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you know what? I might not want to download no more music because the CD I used to burn it on was a reburnable CD. You could take songs on there and take songs, songs off. So I had my little Walkman CD player. That was the only song on that fucking CD, B. <laughs> so boom. And then like three days later, my shit caught AIDS, B, and died. So I was like, I might not want to download no more music. It was destroying computers. Yeah, but you like you could get whatever you want for like three days. Yeah, after that, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but I, like, yeah, yeah. I had to go to uh, Best Buy, but I still couldn't get that song at the time, yo. Like it wasn't available. Like I was just go. Like when is this gonna get? Good? I don't know, man. Yeah. Shit. Now they didn't have iTunes back then, bro. You had to actually physically get it, or like you somehow the email that you could download it. Yeah, yeah. And I started. Yeah. yeah, I had to ask motherfuckers like, "Do you know this nigga? Do you know this nigga? Have you heard this nigga?" So I was like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you heard the terminology? And you heard it? Hey, yo, you heard the terminology? You got any terminology shit? Hey, yo, boom. But niggas be like, yo, it's right at the, at the, at the top when you uh, first came out. So motherfuckers, like, down here didn't really know. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. That's my little story about that song right there, man. I'm still tight about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yo, man, you stole yeah. his track and then the shit gave you his, bro. That's, so what, that you like, that's, man, that's what, what you get. That's what I get, yo. That's what I get. <laughs> hey, yo, but, you know, in, in his defense, right, you couldn't buy that shit digitally anywhere. So, like, if you yeah. could find it, it was like, you know, that I was, ain't even... Yeah. That was my resort. That was my last resort. My homie was like, homie, homie, die. My homie named die. Like, it's like, yo, you got LimeWire. You can get anything. I like, word. So I typed it in there. I was like, it ain't gonna be on there. That shit popped up like... <laughs> A lot, of them, a lot of them songs. I'm like, oh, word. All right, word. Let me get this shit real quick. Word. Yeah, man. People used to freak out because I went from being like underground and not having any music out as far as because you would have to go to the store and get it. So after LimeWire, I remember like going to house parties in the hood or like whatever little shorty liked me at the time or, you know, wherever I was at, people be like, yo, I went on LimeWire. You know, you got 75 songs on LimeWire. Yeah. I'd be, like, yeah. be like, oh, shit. And then like they they show me the track list and it'd be like, my four mixtapes or some shit that that people put up and people were freaking out then imagine that shit that was like that was like probably like four thousand songs ago right <laughs> yeah. Yeah. real shit yo man that's, right, fucking, right. that's fucking crazy so so all right so that was really a turning point in your career after the watch how it go down when you know came out um you got i, I imagine you know, you picked up a lot of new fans, a lot of people buying it. You're selling out of thousands of records. So now, what's your what's your mind frame like at that point? Like, you got to sustain this shit if you want to keep a long career, right? So what was your next move after something like that happens in your career? Uh, You know, I think it was at that time we were trying to get a deal. It was you, the budgets were still open. They still had a lot of. Late, big labels in New York with lots of employees, like thousands and thousands of employees because it was more physical and it was in the midst of changing from physical to digital. Digital, mm -hmm. yeah. So, so, you know, I was trying to get a deal. I went to every label, like literally all the major labels, all the indie labels. I was bouncing around like as I was heating up and like uh, a lot of people would say they were going to sign me, shit like that. And then they just wouldn't, you know, they'll, they'll call back and be like, oh, sorry, we can't, like, shit like that. So I think mm -hmm. it's because the music is just so underground 
that they were like, nah, we need we need we need some commercial shit. So I, I got dubbed I got dubbed a bunch. Like I got a lot of shit where they would ask me to like they'd be like, Oh, can you do reggaeton? Because reggaeton was like hot at the time. Yeah. And I'd be like, nah, nah, like I'm Puerto Rican, but I don't rap in Spanish at all. I rap yep. in English with like Primo and MOP and Pete Rock and Static, like this is what I'm trying to do. And they were just like, nah, like they they wasn't understanding it. So, Jesus you know, the first, label, the first label that really understood it was Nature Sounds. So mm, they right, right, right. Drop, um, I they got so doomed. amazing right after. And so amazing went crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. even crazier even crazier than Watch Out Go Down with the visual. Like, the visual was bigger. Yep. Um, and back then, that shit meant so much because it kind of wasn't, it, like I said, social media wasn't rocking yet. So to have a visual, it meant a lot. Right. Um, so indeed. You know so so then after so amazing so amazing was also done by primo right yeah yeah it, so it was back to back you know what i'm saying it was like yep. all the all the legwork of doing the mixtapes and all that type of shit mm-hmm. but then also uh that that led to me getting the the nature sounds deal shit like like damn yo i really gotta fucking i really gotta make a classic album like illmatic you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like Reasonable doubt. That was my mission. It was like make the whole album like Primo, Alchemist, Pink Rock, Buck Wild, and just do what you do and you can't lose. Right. What about that? Yeah. And uh, were we yeah. talking? Are we talking about politics as usual? Yeah. The lead up to that. Yeah. 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 Word. Word. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. That album is a classic through and through. You got Easy Mo B, Primo, Buck Wild, Alchemist, Knots. More primo, high tech, large professor, havoc. I mean, what the fuck? Term. <laughs> you picked like all my yeah. favorite fucking producers coming sure up indeed. in the nineties, and you got them all on the album. How, how do you how did how do you make that happen? Shit, man, it was a lot of hard work. It was a lot of convincing. Yo, uh, you know, I had to buy some of the beats out of my pocket, and then. Once I bought, I would say like maybe four beats out of my pocket. I think the label was like, all right, all right, now now we'll meet you halfway. Like now we're gonna give you a budget to complete the project because you already you already met us halfway. You're giving us two fucking classics with Primo, and now yep. all we gotta do is dress up the rest. You know what I mean? Right. So that's where I got the budget to do the song with Prodigy, rest in peace. Yep. Um, you know, the song with Al and Prodigy was like a crazy like dream to me that shit didn't even seem real like you know what i mean i'm such a big mob deep fan and such a big alchemist fan that you know they molded my sound coming up and shit like that so for me to like even work with them was like get the fuck out of here that shit didn't seem real right right you know? i mean and that was uh that was the hood shit song right yeah me and p yep and then yeah. in the end p turned to the world it was like it just had people going crazy man people from lawrence wasn't wasn't doing shit like that you know what I mean? So it was like really groundbreaking. Right. It definitely sure was. Did. And me being from Boston, I can vouch for that. Ain't nobody doing that shit uh, at the time. And um, yo, you know what this reminds me of now that we're talking about all your accolades and shit term? <laughs> I hate to bring this up, but we got a fucking hip hop awards show out here in Boston, right? The yeah. motherfucking the fucking Boston hip hop awards, yo. You out of any fucking rapper from Boston ever, I swear, have have the largest catalog with the most quality music th- from top to bottom, right? And it's like, 
How the fuck did the Boston Hip Hop Awards not nominate you every fucking year? Shit, man. You know that should be just some political shit. You know, I kind of like stopped paying attention to it um, until one year, like recently, it came to my attention that I was like, yo, hold up, man. Like, y'all been playing games for a long time. I got to, you know, I got to say something. So, you know me, bro. I'm humble. I usually stay away from any confrontation. I'm cool. I want to get money and mm-hmm. be chill and be happy. But every now and sure then, you got to check You gotta check somebody every now and then. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, yeah so you're goddamn right. Them. Yo, and that's why I brought it up, because they need to be checked. Was that the year that you dropped Bad Decisions? It might have been. Yeah, it yeah, because yeah, I think I was fucking pissed for you that year. Because Bad Decisions, I know you might not agree with me, Term, but I still say, I know I said it at the time you dropped it, I still say right now, that's my favorite album you ever made. Um, And I just don't understand how the fuck the Boston Hip Hop Awards aren't going to fucking notice that like <laughs> Cock, cocksuckers you know what it, yeah you know what it is bro i did that shit every year though you know when i know physiology, you did. when physiology came out that was the yep. best shit moving ever in yep. life we had, we had primo with buster rhymes on the single like come yep. on fam we did that shit every year in in 2010 it, it, it was it was 1982 in yep. 2012 it was 1982 again back with mac miller and boys to men like yep. every year bro thir- 13 it was goya the single yep. with Action Bronson, the single with Nori, the you know the video with with Fame and, and Sheik Luch and K Slay. It was just like every single year, we've we've destroyed shit. So like, it it was hard for us to take it personal. By the time we got the bad decisions, we were like, yeah, whatever. We already know like they're gonna sleep on it. So I guess like you know seeing Static get the plaques with Eminem and seeing Static get signed to Rock and you know what I'm saying all the stuff that we got going on, we just kind of looked at it like, I right, they don't wanna. They don't want to give us love. It's all good because it's minuscule in the grand in the grand scheme. So oh, too big for the motherfuckers anyway. Yeah, exactly. The Boston Hip Hop Boys really ain't shit. I just wanted to shit on them real quick. Shout out the Boston <laughs> Hip Hop. Shout out the Boston Hip Hop Boys for being cocksuckers. Fucking terminologies out here, repping Boston heavy for the world to see, and these guys are like, "Oh, whose term? Fuck out of here." Anyway, well, apparently, apparently, apparently they got a new owner, right? So um yeah. the new owner I met him at a bar you know after I said what I said and the shit went viral so mm-hmm. he was like yo I would like to fix you know our relationship because I wasn't I'm a new owner and I kind of didn't I think Ernie Bach Jr used to own it before Are you serious? Yeah I'm pretty sure that's who owned it all these years. Fucking Ernie Bach fuck Jr. He's like a car salesman ain't he? I think he owns a bunch of dealerships a bunch yeah, of Yeah he owns a bunch of dealerships out in Boston yo Wow, Ernie Bach Jr. was running the fucking. <laughs> I think so. Boston I think, <laughs> right? So, so and, yo, it's, it's a white dude. So, yeah, man. Yeah, term. Super, yo, you're killing me. Super. If that's true, <laughs> that is the funniest shit. Boston hip hop. Yo, yo, you know how I troll, how I troll cornballs on IG. I'm about to do a solid <laughs> seven days straight on Ernie Bach Jr. and the fucking Boston Hip Hop Awards. Just, just do the research. Just do the research in case I'm high and I give you the wrong name, but I think, <laughs> I think, that, I think that was him, bro. Yo, so word. I, dude, I will. The, the new dude was like, yo, listen, man, we we got people that's more in tune with hip hop, you know, from that one, and, and you know, we're going to we're gonna show you some love, this and that. So I said, all right, cool, man. We good, you know? We squashed this or so whatever. We left for the Word. Word, word. Nah, that's good shit. That's good shit. Whoever the fuck this new guy is, <laughs> he knows a little bit better than Ernie Bach Jr. Yo, if you, you, <laughs> yo, yo, 
Lukey, Lukey, you know how, you know how, like, I mean, I'm sure they got this in every city, but, like, you know, on, like, the local TV channels, they'll always have the, fucking car, the car dealership commercial. Yeah, Ernie yeah. Box fucking Jr. His shit, was he the guy who would always say at the end, come on down at the end of the commercials? I think that might be him, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is killing fucking Ernie Bach Jr. Anyways, nobody's going to know what we're talking about because nobody's from Boston, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Funny shit. Hey yo, yeah. hey yo, uh, hey yo, terms, right? Like you, you remember when uh you came to A3C and uh, it was Tino XL, and I think you came out during oh shit, Raekwon set. I uh, remember that. I remember that uh show. Hey yo, I was right up front and I kept on yelling your name. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was yeah, like a word? terminology. <laughs> Turn. Then I, I was like, I was like, uh, what am I gonna do when he when he look over here? Like what the yeah, fuck? Yeah. Did you have a demo you wanted to give me or something? I just wanted to like slap five, my dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it was yeah, MOP. I think it was MOP and Dead Press. So <laughs> might have been. MOP I don't. And I don't think. Press, I don't so. think. No, because it was outside. It was the one was outside. I was up front. Because I do was, remember was, walking with Chino XL at the A3C. I just yeah. don't remember where I performed. Yeah, you was outside because Raekwon went last. And I was right up front, and I kept on yelling your name, my dude. It's like terminology. Nah, stop. And all of a sudden, like you walked off, you ain't looked over there. I was like, yo, I can stand this nigga, man. Like, please don't call the one, though. Why? They're like, yo, man, what the fuck is you gonna do when you look over? Like, what, yo, that's the last time I did some dumb shit like that, my dude. Yo, 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 sometimes we just don't be hearing people, man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What the fuck was wrong with me, man? Anyway. Lukey, man, That's he was my two he, terminology story. story. My yeah, guy, yeah. Lukey, Lukey, he was ignoring you like the Boston Hip Hop Awards were ignoring him. <laughs> <laughs> they thinking about used cars and shit. These motherfuckers, yeah. yo. Yeah, I was all the oh. way over to the left, though, and I just kept on yelling, and niggas was looking at me, yo, like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with this nigga? <laughs> nigga, I literally want to be like, slap five, like, yo, what's up? I'm a weird ass nigga, man. That's some dumb shit. I'm a dead motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, man. Yeah. This guy. Yo, so Term, let's talk about your crew. Let's talk about ST the squad. How, how, okay, did, that, so, yeah. how did that formulate? Uh, who's in the crew? And what's good? Y'all got anything coming out in the future? <laughs> yeah, no doubt, man. You know, it's more like a family at this point. You know, mm-hmm. we put in, put in our work, I would say, at this time. You know what I'm saying? We... We're definitely known in the Boston hip-hop scene for sure. If not, you know, the underground around the world really respects it from, you know, all the work that we put in. So we get a lot Indeed. of love, man. Um, you know, but really, I guess, like, the focus was me and Easy. We started a group called Street. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking through real experience every time or speaking through raw epilogue at in turn. So once I- we decided we wanted to add some more members, that's when it became Street. It became ST the squad, like Street Squad, so Term and Ed Squad. Word. Word. So uh, who's currently in ST the squad? All right, so it's me and Easy. Yo, Basically, our squad. Then you got Artisan. You got Superstar Snug. You got Hectic. You got Machete. You got DJ Deadeye. And you got Rex. That's the whole team. Word, Word, Rex. Rex, Rex drops a lot of real quality projects too, yo. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Rex, yes, he does. Rex is the illest, bro. Like, Rex could rap better than anybody. You put him on a track with anybody, he could hang. Like, he do his thing. So, he you know, good, rap good Rex, beat selection. he was part of the show off. And then, you know, <clears throat> he decided to part ways with that crew so he could do his own thing. And we felt like since he was Lawrence that he fit more with ST. 
you know, because we're more based out of the 978, where Show Off is more based in New York. So he decided to roll with us, you know, and we just, even though we're all the same team and we're all the same clique, but it's just different umbrellas business-wise. Yeah, Rex, uh, he spit the best freestyle ever on on my radio show, like back, way back in the day. Um, and Mark. at the time, at the time, I wasn't too familiar with him. I just saw him perform once live at the Middle East, and then I, I hit him up like, yo, I got this little radio show if you want to come through. So he did. And he paused. He fucking blew my mind. And I, I've been a fan ever super since. Pause. The guy, he's super <laughs> lyrical, man. Yeah, that's a oh, super yeah, pause. Crazy. That's a super pause. Yeah, he's crazy lyrical. So, I mean, you have quite the squad right there, Term. I mean, you're fucking crazy lyrical. Easy's crazy lyrical. Snuck, that motherfucker raps faster than anybody I ever seen rap <laughs> in person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, shout out Superstar Snuck, by the way, because uh, he hates me because I hate Tupac. <laughs> and that's like his man so he's yeah. trying to come on he's trying to come on the show so he can shit on like an hour about tupac so. and, and easy easy me, me yeah it'll be three against one yeah one fuck thing. it I'll, I'll take you guys down it'll be like golden eye back in the day i will murder you motherfuckers let's go you better eat your <laughs> motherfucker you yeah weedies. man the team you know one thing about the team is they keep me sharp you know what i'm saying um yes and i there's there's always times when i'm in the studio with bigger artists or like if not the most lyrical rappers of all time like the hottest artists at the at the moment you know what i'm saying and they're usually not there so they're like over here you know what i'm saying they're in the hood like they're still sharpening their swords so i gotta come back here get on the song with easy and snuck mm -hmm. and worry about them demolishing me and then I got to go back to the hood and I walk into, you know, Static's doing Trill Static and I walk in and there's 10 of the best rappers in the world and you never know who's next, who you're going to be on the song with. So you just got to be sharp. Like, you got to show up, whether it's with the team you're sparring with or if you're sparring with, like, the most hype rapper in the world. Like, you just got to be ready, you know what I'm saying? So Definitely. one thing about the team, they really they really keep me sharp. Word. True indeed. Was you, it your you... idea to put Bumby on the premiere track? Was that, that was your idea? I was the first idea. one, yeah. How we rock. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You was you was the first one. I didn't even know how that was gonna turn out. You know what I'm saying I saw the video when it first dropped. I was like, "This is a premiere beat with Bun B. Get the fuck out of here!" And I was like, "Oh, this yeah. shit sound good." Yeah, Yo, was, you, so, man. you yeah, should was, see Turn perform that shit live in Boston, man. The fuck, he tears the crowd down every time that song comes on. <laughs> it's yeah, amazing. Man. Those are, those yeah. were good times, bro. It's crazy. We're so far away from that shit, like. I'm so far removed from when 2008 was because we're, we're in 2020. Right. You know what I'm like, I, still, <laughs> right. I still live in those times. Like, they mad fun, and I still bug out thinking about them, but they're so far away that it's like sometimes I forget that shit even happened. It's crazy. Indeed. Yeah, that's really so, uh, a big time for me. Like, I didn't think that that would happen. How about that? Didn't when yeah. you see Bun B on Premier Track, then, like, you're like, oh, my God. Like, this It was this, a risk. It was a risk for everybody, you know what I'm saying? But but yeah. I knew it was going to work. I was like, there's right. no way this could go wrong. Like, Bumby's a certified legend, plus he's a real lyricist. You know yep. him and Premier both being from Texas originally. Right. So doing something in this with me. I'm the new guy, you know what I'm saying? So they got this shit on MTV with, uh, with T.I. and them having the round table talking about politics, and they're showing my yeah. video being Bun in the background while T.I. is talking. That's this, crazy, this is shit man. That's like, I'm in my hood. Like, in the trap house with all my mans watching myself on TV. Like, the shit is so crazy, bro. Well, it's real, real real, cool to hear that you say you you did that. I thought the label did that, and it just worked out. You know what I'm saying? Nah, but it's really, yeah, yeah. 
Only thing the label did was help pay for the video because it was a that's crazy, crazy. budget. Like oh, everything yeah, that's dope, man. Come, yeah, Bun did this shit for free. Like, he reached out to Premier. Like, he said, who the fuck's terminology? I need to work with this guy. Word up, yo. So now I don't so feel Premier so bad screaming your name at the stage. So <laughs> It's all yeah. love. So, you know, being, after that, me and Bun became friends and we've done like 20 joints now. That's, yeah, that's like definitely. Family. Word. That's dope. That's that crazy. Was that yeah, is that very dope. Moments, so, but, yo, Term, um, we should then fast forward to right now. Let's talk about the shit that you got going on right now. You recently released a new album, uh, your 38th album, <laughs> uh, titled Vintage Horns. Vintage yeah. Horns. Now, tell us the concept behind this and, you know, a little bit about the, you know, your creative process and how this shit all came about. Yeah, man. So I come from the era, right, where when you put out an album, it was usually one album a year because you mm-hmm. had to focus on selling a lot. That's my yes. era, right? So you did, you would do one full album a year if you were active, and then you would do like one more mixtape or two mixtapes to go, you know, to hype the shit up that mm-hmm. year. So you would try to do like two to three projects a year, but two of them was mixtapes, and one of them you cared about like selling. So from that era, you know, the era I came in the game 2003 to now, I've kind of kept that same formula where, like, it's not like it's not like the newer cats where they they don't have to worry about getting signed to a big label. So, so be, like, before they would say, nah, you can't drop your album. You're not ready yet. You're going to flop. And once you flop, nobody's going to want to sign you next time. Mm-hmm. Next time you go to a label meeting because they're going to look up your shit and see you only sold 300 copies. And you're not mm. hot, like, you got to build your buzz. So now, with the rappers being all independent and they're not looking for a deal, it's okay for them to just drop 10 albums in a year. And it doesn't mm-hmm. matter whether they sell a thousand or they sell nothing or they sell a million. It really don't matter because nobody they're not relying on nobody. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right, right. Basically, with me coming from that era, I'm always working on, like, five projects at once. You know, so while I was working on 1982, you know, Bad Decisions, Sudden Stone. Mm-hmm. While I'm working on all these albums, I'm finding beats with horns. Any beat that got a horn and I'm stashing them. And I'm just kind of putting them to the side. And like once I got up to 14 joints for horns that made sense together, I got a, like a live horn player to come in and play horns throughout the album on every song. Oh shit, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I got people singing them. You know, so and then I would send this shit out to get different people. Like I got 38 special. You know, he's on the joint, got the joint with with Etho and Tech. Um, of course, got snuck on it, easy on it. So it was like I was just reaching out, get, grabbing little pieces until I felt like it was it was a cohesive project. And then wow, I did that, the art, which is a boom box made out of all horns, all different yeah. like horn pieces. The, the, the concept is amazing. The artwork. Hell yeah. The, the artwork is crazy. When you really look at that boom box with all the horns, man. I mean, this is a really fucking unique idea, term. I don't think Hell anybody yeah. has ever, yeah, nobody's ever done some no, shit like nobody. this. Nobody, yeah. And you, and yeah. you have, you have, you know, a variety of producers on the album. It wasn't like you know, you work with one producer, you came up with this idea, we're gonna do horns on everything. Nah, nah. You kind of accumulated this over time, which is fucking amazing, man. And then you stashed it up, and bam, we got an album. Um. How was the reception, man? What do you think? How you how you liking the way this shit came out, man? It's great, you know. It's it's great to come out when you're this old and this deep in the game, and people 
people still respect your pen and they still say, yo, you know what? This might be your best album. Like every time I've heard that every time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it does that's why when you were like, Oh, bad decisions my favorite, don't take it no type of way. I'm like, nah, I'm not taking it no type of way. That's a that's you you giving me props, like yo, Term still got it. Like yeah. he just and, made the hottest shit ever. He just did, not the shit from oh four, oh five, oh six, oh eight, you know what I'm saying? Like fifteen years ago, ten years ago, nah, like last year he just made the hottest shit ever. Exactly. So, you know, that exactly. Shit term. Good. I think that's, term. that's 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 props. Term, that's why I that's why I said it. And that's also why I gave you the disclaimer, like, yo, don't take this the wrong way before I told you that. Because you have so many fucking classic albums in your catalog. I, I didn't want to disrespect all those other ones that I loved up until, you know, then you dropped Bad Decisions. And I was like, dog, you, you definitely still have it. I mean, guy, 30 fucking eight albums, bro. And, and the quality of the lyricism has never fucking tapered off. How the fuck? How's that even possible, man? I get well. I guess it's your name, man. Terminology. You got words for days, bro. <laughs> you got it. When you got it, yeah. you got it. You know. I don't know. I don't. I'm not one of those rappers that's gonna lose it. You're never gonna have to work. You know how some of our favorite rappers back in the days from like the '90s and shit. Yeah, yeah man. They're picking the wrong beats. They're all off. Yeah. Something that is crazy. That punches. You can tell when they punching in. Like they not. They don't have the same breath control. Like just everything. Like. The subject right. matters off like they're out of tune, out of date. It's like, nah, man, I keep my ear to the streets. I stay active. I stay like sparring with the best rappers every year. The best rappers that's out. I stay like doing songs with them so I could just, you know, feed off their energy and stay current. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I just, I just keep doing it. Like every single year, you know, I've been able to just kind of like try to reinvent myself, but stay on brand. Right, right. And I mean, you've yeah. been doing that successfully. I feel like you've definitely accomplished that goal. Because uh, cause like we just talked about two years ago, you dropped an album out of the 38 that you dropped that I think is the best one you ever dropped. So, you know, for all the listeners out there, I mean, I know there's 38 projects. There's a lot, but you could you could fucking jump on any one of those popping in the whip and you were going to hear terminology destroy every beat he gets on i mean we're talking witty wordplay um multiple rhymes in all of the bars you know what i mean rhyme schemes D different rhyme okay. schemes inner rhyme schemes fucking but the thing is is like you know there's rappers out there who, who can do a lot of rhyming multiple rhyme words in a bar uh you know flipping up flows and this that and the other but they don't say anything like they they're just thinking of words that rhyme and they put them together but it's not really fucking saying anything you actually have content you say something on top of all the rhymes and the flows so you know that's i don't know to me that's the difference between an elite mc and just the guy who raps anybody can fucking rhyme uh, the word at the end of every bar right but it's like what are you saying also so for you to be able to be that dense with the lyrics and the flow and that many words in the bars and still say things that make sense or that wow people or that you know uh what was the song you just did with fucking easy money uh on his new ep where it was like i just want to get back to my kids you know like there's good content in this fucking music and i'm just rambling on term you can fucking come in here <laughs> whatever you want bottom line Nobody has the lyrical fucking skill that you have over 38 projects and it's still at a high level. Like, who the fuck does it? And the don't beats know, don't man. suck. 
Right, right. There you go. And yeah, so another right. important thing to say. God damn, yeah, I, just suck, off, I just went on forever. My bad. <laughs> nah, it's love, man. I, I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, but tell you, okay, you you, t- you see these veteran motherfuckers come around, man. If we and, and, and you know, there's a lot of them when we talk to on here, talk about on here, they need to follow the blueprint because they really are letting us down, my dude. Like when you come come around some of these dudes, be like, hey man, I don't know, I don't know, man, I, I don't know, man, because they letting, like you said, they letting us down with, they don't even sound the same, they pick on the wrong beats, they formula is like crazy, I don't know, I don't know, man, I don't know, man. <laughs> so hey, do us man, a favorite term, Bleach is on, man. You know, you you hope your favorites never fall off, and when they do, you know, what I'm saying instead of bashing them, you just listen to something new. Yeah, yeah but no, this ain't basketball, man. They knees don't hurt in hip hop. You you know what you're right. It is weird to me. I've always been like, yo, how do you not know how to rap? Like you you <laughs> anymore? Yeah. Dopest raps ever. Like what the fuck? Where does this? How does this happen? You know. But maybe it was the producer the whole time, and then when they change producers, they don't sound the same, or maybe they're just not hungry no more. I don't know. Or maybe right. they was having knowledge to pirate write all their rhymes, and uh, they can't afford them no more. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he ghost Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. I don't know, man. Yeah, but Yo, I, don't so, know that, yeah. I don't know nothing about none of that. <laughs> you right? I, I don't know yeah. who's writing for who. I don't know who's writing for who. Are you ever wrote Yo. for somebody? Yeah, I write for people all the time. That shit is like, that's another funny thing. Like, if I didn't write so many songs for other people, I would probably have 48 albums. That's because crazy. I give them material. <laughs> like, I, you know what I'm saying? I just give material away. Um, I just produced this album, an R&B joint. That dropped on Valentine's Day. Uh, it's called okay, okay. It's, uh, it's called Couples Therapy, and the artist her name is Mia J. So okay. I made all the beats, but not only did I make the beats, like some of them, I would pitch them to her and be like, "Yo, what you think of this idea? You say this, this, that, and the third. This is the chorus on this beat, and then you mm-hmm. just gotta write the rest of the song. Like you write your verses and shit, and she'll either say yeah or she'll say no. You know what I mean? So just doing shit like that is just it's mad fun to me. Like I love writing right. for other people. Now that that's a new area that you've kind of do- dove into, I guess recently. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you've been doing this a little longer, and I just found out about it in the past couple of years. But uh, you've definitely gotten into producing. When when yeah, did that w- when did that start? And you know, like, what kind of tools do you like to use? Like, what's what's your whole process when producing uh, beats? So I always like kind of dabbled in production. I just always been garbage at using the machine. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I bought, I bought the ASR 10. I bought the ASR X. I had two of them, a black one, a red one. I bought like five different MPCs. I would just buy all this shit, you know what I'm saying? And I would always try to use it and I'll be garbage at it. So I realized like the main <laughs> talent is finding good stuff. I'm really good at dig. Yeah. Hold so on, say, go- say that again. I'm sorry, turn. Yeah. Say that again. You, you broke off for a second there. Now, I said my main talent is finding good samples. Words. Like, finding really good samples and then, like, knowing how to loop them and just having, like, people add instruments on them and then, like, giving it to the right artist. That's that's my strength at producing. Like, you ain't going to see me do what A-Rab music do, grab the machine and just start going nuts. <laughs> like, I could, I he's could he's never a beast. I I could he's a that. beast yeah, with wish, that, yeah. You'll never see me doing that, you know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm really good. <laughs> I'm good at putting songs together and I'm good at finding great samples. So, you know, when I kind of realized that was my strength, then I started focusing on that more. And as soon as I did that, that's when I 
was 2012 when I, I guess I got my first big placement was um on Woo, the Woo Block album. Oh, I did the yeah. One what song was right. that? I forgot you were on that one, man. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I did driving around with Erica Badu. And that's oh my god, I didn't even back. know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Battery in my back. Then I was like, oh wait, they're gonna put Wu Tang in the locks on my shit with Erica Badu and press it on vinyl. I said, all right. Now, then I then I was really excited because I got the confidence. Yeah. You know what I mean, um, then I did two on Sheik Lucha's album. I produced two on the Silverback Gorilla too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good album. I like that, that shit, yo. Yeah, yeah, and that was on Tommy Boy. So I, you know, from the a kid fuck, buying yo? all the records on Tommy Boy, to now I'm producing for Tommy Boy and Erica. You know, the shit was just started moving different. And then when I really like got the confidence, I just started throwing like one on the album. I did one on Antihero. Then I did three on Bad Decisions. I did the one with me and Benny. The one with me and Benny going back and forth on Bag It Up. I did that. Yeah, I did, uh-huh. that, that is my jam. That beat is amazing. <laughs> Good luck, man. You, know, you want to know what's funny about that? I you and Benny killed that. Say what? Say what? I paid forty dollars for that record. That's a straight loop. Wow. That. I just. Had, I just <laughs> wow. I just had this kid. Yeah, yeah. That, that's 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 some crazy top secret shit. But I did, and then I just had this kid, um, Lex, put some drums on it. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yo, Benny came to the studio. We did the course together back and forth, like in the, in the lab. Shit. That shit was, that shit was Yo, that, hell, man. I, you did, I, that's you my favorite song on that album. That's my favorite song on that album. And oh, yo, yeah, that's just fire. Uh, we, we, When you said Lex, was that Lex with the records? Yeah, Lex. Yeah, he's the one that did the drums on that shit. Yeah, shout out <laughs> Lex with the records. He he, he does some word, good word. work. I, I've seen him around the past couple of years. He's pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Then I did that. I, I did um the outro, and I did uh this other one with uh Crime Apple and Willie the Kid on uh Bad Decisions. So like you mm-hmm. know doing yep. three, that was kind of the most I've done at that time. I'm like, all right, I did three, and then I was like, I started flirting with you know maybe doing a whole project with people. So mm-hmm. now, now I'm doing that shit. Now I'm kind of like doing EPs with people. You're gonna see I'm gonna drop a bunch of them this year. But the next one is That's me and UFO Feed. I produced a whole one for Feed. Okay, Yo, okay, okay. Shout, shout out, let me take a minute to shout out UFO Feeve. He probably thinks I'm sleeping on him hard body, which I kind of have been. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, so, yo, he's nice, nah, I, bro. Nah, he is very nice. He's very, what's the, what's the joint he's on with you? Um, Oh, fuck. Haunted, haunted from the 80s. Yeah, yeah, I Ooh. think I seen you guys perform that live at the Paradise one time. Who did? Um, yeah, you did. You did. Yeah, yo, we opened that, up for the locks. Yes, yes, Nems. yes. Yeah, I, right. yeah, exactly. That song is ill. That beat is hard as fuck. And yeah, um, we this is hard. Yo, and Feeve can rap. So if Feeve ever listens to this podcast, I know he was in my DMs trying to put me on to some of his new um, his new project. I forgot the name of that thing. I think it's with Static Selector, right? It's um, called Fresh, Fresh Air. That shit's fire. Fresh Air, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just got to tell Feeve, bro, I'm a weed head, and I've been a little slow to peep it, but I'm going to peep it this week. I know I told you that last week, but I swear I'm going to peep it this week. Yeah, his shit is fire, bro. Yeah, I met that yeah. kid in, Dominican, in a Dominican restaurant in Queens. He Where? walked up to me. He walked up to me, right? This is about two and a half years ago. He walks up to me like, yo, you terminology? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yo, boom, you're a full feed. I'm signing Fat Joe. Boom, boom, boom. I'm doing my thing. Yo, yo, take my map, right? So I'm like, all right. So I take his number. I'm a little reluctant. I'm like, yo, you signing Fat Joe? All right, we'll see. 
you know? <laughs> yeah. So I go on stage, right? Because, you know, that's the, that's a pretty big statement to say something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, so, I'm like, all right, boom. So I go to his stage and shit. I see he's with Joe all the time. I'm like, oh, shit, he's serious about his shit. You know, so I give him a beat. I'm like, all right, yo, here's the beat. You know, body this shit. If you like it, you can have it. Mm-hmm. He bodies it. He's like, send another. Boom, I send another. And then that, you know, that's how the album came together, me and him. It just started, okay. like, me producing for him, and then he became a good friend of mine. Now he's like family, you know what I'm saying? But that's two dope. and a half years ago, that's how I met him, in a random-ass fucking Dominican restaurant queen. That's crazy. Yo, so, I mean, that goes to show you, man, for all you upcoming rappers out there, if you about your business, you know what I mean? Take that chance. Go fucking introduce yourself to somebody. See what happens. You never fucking know, right? Yeah, and then I introduced him to Static. Now he's doing the album with Static. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it's like, it's just anything can happen, bro. If you're solid and your shit is dope and you know how to approach people, you'll be good. True indeed. Right, right. True indeed. I was looking at these uh, production credits. You did Obamacare on Silverback Gorilla? Yeah, yeah. That's a fact. Man, I, I did not even know, my dude. I did not yeah. even know. I Yo, owned man. a copy of the CD. I didn't even look that's at that another straight. That's another straight loop. It is? Obamacare. Yeah, that's a straight out of here. No drums, nothing. You really that's is good at picking the samples, son. I'm telling you, bro. That's crazy. The other one I put mad work into. The other one, uh, the song right after, number seven. That one I did crazy work. I had Fuse come in, play keys on it, add drums, all that shit. And fucking Obamacare was the one they played more. Right, right, right. Hey, yo, boy, I be looping too, yo. I be just be looping, and I don't, I don't know how to put drums or anything unless I just steal the drums, like the straight BPM drum. So I understand what you're saying, but it's hard to find that fucking sample. But if you if you hear it, yeah, you got it. Yeah. I did, that, I did <laughs> I not did know that you that's a straight loop on Obamacare, my nigga. That that that, that, that is dope. No bass, that no is drum. crazy. Wow. wow, it's off a record though, right? It's, it's like it's listening. Yeah, it's off a record. Yeah, that's off a vinyl. Fact. That's crazy as fuck, yo. It sounds like you did shit to that shit. <laughs> but, nah, I ain't shit to it. <laughs> no, you know what? You know which other one is a, is a loop. Um, the one, the one I did uh for uh El Camino, his outro. Oh I think yeah, it's called yeah. Henny Hills or something like that. Some mm-hmm. hills. That shit is hard as that's fuck. Straight loop. loop too. Yeah, that's off a of vinyl too. Sign the sample, yeah, the sample scientist, yeah. The only thing it does is it changes around when it, it, it like, it it does like a straight loop and then it has one little switch up for one part. It comes right back. Yeah, yeah. Now we get into the nerd shit. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. But nerd shit is cool, man, because we all, all we at the studio and shit. We we gonna we gonna see this shit, like unless we get smoking and drinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We ain't ain't gonna talk about the actual track and shit. You finding there, there a sample you go. on vinyl, making a beat out of it, and then putting some rhymes on it, and then putting it on vinyl again, and putting it out yourself. That shit is crazy. <laughs> that is it really crazy. Is, yo. <laughs> that Think is. about that shit, right? Yeah. Oh, that's, but that's we ain't get too nerdy, shit. though. Term, we ain't get too nerdy because we was only talking about octo tracks and shit with future oh, yeah. waves and shit. That's that was right. really nerdy. What we use yeah. is, what you use to make beats? Octo tracks, you put it in right here, you turn this knob. Nah, we didn't get that nerdy. Man. That's extra that's nerdy funny. right there. Yeah, you take the MPC, you hook it up, then you render it to this. Then you only can sample this amount. Yeah, yeah, that right there is super nerdy right there. Yeah, I ain't going to get that deep. I just yeah, tell you I like rough. deep and shit, and I like getting placements. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's wild. So, so uh, Term, what do you got in store for the fans in 2020? Is there any upcoming projects, 
concerts or events or whatever that that you might be able to announce or talk about right now? Yeah, there's a gang of shit, man. There's there's a, there's always a lot going on, man. I keep my schedule packed. Uh, you know, I'm doing the St. Patrick's Day show with Slain and Crime Apple in Boston. That's Yo, shit. On St. Patty's, so you can check my Instagram for the date on that. A Brighton Music Hall. Pretty sure it's March 17th. Yeah, yeah, uh, it is. Then, <laughs> yeah, it is. Then, yep. uh, uh, so when, when is this airing again? Tomorrow? Tuesday. This will come out every, our show comes out every Tuesday. All right. Yeah, like, so, so yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> okay, beautiful. So then you can catch me this Friday at Brooklyn Bowl with DMX. I'm opening up for DMX. My brother oh. Static on the wheels. You know, oh, so we're going to be with DMX this Friday. And then uh, April 5th, I'm rocking out with AZ, uh, Fred the Godson, a whole bunch of other dope lyricists uh, in the Pyramid Club with DJ K Slay. Wow. So those, those are my up-and-coming yeah, shows in the next couple of weeks. And uh, I just dropped an instrumental project. You can grab that on Bandcamp. Uh, CD drops Friday. I got all my CDs on my Bandcamp, every single, every album, all 38 of them. If there's anything you're missing, you can go on there. Uh, you know, cop that. GoodDadGang.com is rocking right now. We got the new watches. They selling out. You know, so that's that's what I got going on, man. The music. Lots of new music coming. And, you know, follow me on social media at TerminologySt. Shoot me a DM. Word, word, you word. word. That's what's up, word. yo. Yo, you always stay busy. I mean, you're always active. And, um, but again, it's high quality stuff. That That's what I appreciate. Like, you... You actually take the time to put some fucking effort into this shit, and it shows in the product. You know what I mean? So, I mean, Thanks, salute, man. salute to you, man. Like, I don't know how to fucking True, do dude. this shit. You're goddamn beast. I just want people to mention shit. my name with the greats. You know, it's like you gotta hold yourself at a high regard if you think people are gonna talk about you in the same breath that they talk about the greatest. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm like, yo, I want to be mentioned with the greats. I want people to be like, yo, who's the best though? When they got on the track, who's always Who's always bodying that shit? Like, you know what I mean? That's kind of right. how I always want people to look at me. So you, you can never slip, you know? It's 2020. I was up till 5 in the morning writing crazy verses last night. Just right taking up. my time with the pen because it's like, you can't never lose that shit. You know what I mean? Keep it, keep the swords sharp. Hey, yo, so who you, who you think is like your, your personal, like, like name a couple rappers you think is the, is, is the greatest for you? The greatest, um, like all time, you know, it's it's pretty much the usual suspects, you know. For me, Pun, Nas, uh, you know, Eminem. I just watched his new video today. That shit is out of control. I ain't uh, see it. Godzilla joint. He's fucking snapping, bro. Like he's snapping on that shit so crazy. It's like, yo, honestly, bro, watching like other MCs snap that shit really makes me better. You know what I mean? Like I watch, I watch these dudes to this day and be like, damn. You know, I watched the Griselda freestyle the other day uh, with uh -huh. the dude from London where they all fucking killed it. That shit, that shit had me like amped up off that. I watched the um the Royster Five Nine shit on LA Leakers. Yeah. Uh -huh. That shit had me amped up. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I be I be really watching cats, man. I'm a fan of dudes. You know what I'm saying? I really, you know saying? I really, I study that shit and that shit makes me better. But uh, indeed. But but yeah, man, M M is one of the greater, the, gr the greatest. I think uh, Black Dog. It's untouchable. Yeah, definitely. Nobody, yeah. I don't think nobody could fuck with Black Thought. You know, and I got, I got, you know, the whole Wu Tang. Of course, if we, if we're gonna go back in time, we gotta start naming like the prodigies and all the people that really influenced me. Ghostface Killer, you know, that's this one, that one. Rayquan, we'll be here all day if we do that, you know. But yeah, right. 
Hey, yo, and uh, you mentioned, like, watching the Griselda freestyles and shit just now. I just want to say, to my knowledge, I think you did you did a couple songs at least with Westside Gun and Conway on them. Like, uh, The Curve, I think Static produced that one with, um, yep. I think your old Droog is on that one, too. And then there was the number eight off of Static's uh, eight album. And I just want to say... For anybody out there who heard those songs and doesn't think terminology bodied everybody on the songs, you're fucking wrong. Go listen to the shit. <laughs> Go listen to the shit. Because, Term, hey, you, you, you had everybody, the best every- verses on both of those tracks, man. Real talk. I appreciate it, man. Everybody, dumb dudes go in, you know what I'm saying? Honestly, like... Of course. Like, I think, I think Conway's the best rapper. Like, when it comes to straight rapping, I think Conway's the best, like, right now. You put him on a song with anybody... He's gonna kill him, you know what I'm saying? So to right. for people for people to say, you know what I'm saying, that you know I'm doing a song with him, like praising me for being what I did on the song, I'm like hell yeah. Same thing with Benny. I think Benny's the dopest out. I think mm-hmm. getting on the song with Royce right now, you getting washed. You know what I'm saying? This is some right. rappers that gonna wash you. So when I do songs with cats of that caliber, I'm like, all right, I gotta come with it, you know, because I already know you slip and they're gonna get you. Right, right. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Facts. Hey, but I got, you know, got I feel like I got, got a couple of times, you know. I did a song with Cassidy once and I felt like he had the better verse and I couldn't sleep at night. I was like, ah I was like mad at my <laughs> That's great to hear. Yeah, That's so, great to hear though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I started yeah, because yeah. I'm like, yo, damn, he got me, you know what I'm saying? Like every now and then. But I, I say my body rate is about, you know, ninety nine percent. And if I get on the track, <laughs> it's very few MC that's gonna get me. I think Conway got me a couple of times because we got like ten songs. I say maybe Inspector Deck got me. Maybe, you know, Saigon might have got me, Lil Fame got me a couple of times, you know. You you do so many songs with somebody that's just as great as you. It's like they're going to get you, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Of course. I mean, that comes Jordan, with the territory. You know what I'm saying? Jordan, Jordan ain't score 40 every day, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, every, bro. Every night if you slip, mm-hmm. somebody's going to get you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But right. That's right. the cool thing about getting back in the ring. It's like, yo, can you get on a song with Little Fame 50 times and survive? Or is he going to make you look stupid 50 times? There you go. Right. There, there you right. go. There you go. It's, it's about so, getting back yeah. in the ring every year and proving you still got it. I just dropped Black Mask with, with Little Fame. And Sheik and Wise P, and the streets is going crazy. Nobody knew who had the best verse. You know what I'm saying? Everybody mm. walking up to me like, yo, I think Fame kind of got you on that one. Yo, I think Sheik shined the best. Yo, Wise P had the best. Yo, turn you bodied everybody on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's why I still do this shit because I'm like, yo, I still get in the ring and do my thing, you know? Yeah, yo, but see, sport. as a as a fan of fucking high quality hip hop, <laughs> like like my, you know, like the way that I am. Just hearing you be competitive, just talking about this, hearing how excited you get about this shit, right? Still, yeah. 38 fucking albums deep. I mean, what more can a fan ask for from, from one of their favorite rappers, you know? Like lot, like you said, a lot of these legends have been letting people down, you know, later in their career. They just ain't coming with the same quality. And, you know, yeah. for you to still be doing this, I mean, I don't know. That says something about your character, real talk. You know what I mean? Like, that's... That's solid shit right there, Term. Real talk. It means a lot, man. I, I mean, honestly, we don't know what the future holds, but if it was up to me, I'm not going to slow down anytime soon. Like, I would like to think before it's all said and done, I'll have 100 albums, and I'll just keep rocking with every new dope MC that comes out and keep jumping in the ring and keep collaborating and making dope shit for the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? Ho- hopefully it will be like 100 albums when it's all said and done. 
that'll be amazing, man. <laughs> that'll be amazing. I hope I hope you get to that level, bro. And I'm sure you yeah. will. The way you've been going, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm not slowing down, man. The, the game got easier for me now. This shit is motherfuckers is dropping a project every month digitally, and nobody cares how much they're gonna sell. And Best right. Buy ain't up the record, and there's no tour to go along with it. Like nobody. All you gotta do is rap real quick, and if that's the if that's the standard for putting out music, then I think I'll definitely hit a hundred because I was going slow. To me, I was going slow because I was making sure I didn't flop every year. Now you don't got yeah. that problem. Now, now you can just do your thing, like just drop it digitally, and everybody will like it. Right, yeah. right. Then, then and it come and book you. Yeah, exactly. You know? And it wasn't like you was just dropping an album. I mean, you were, you know, you, first of all, you're running good dad gang. You you're hosting a radio show. You're fucking touring the world. You're producing. You're doing collabo projects. I mean, a lot of these other guys out here, you know, they drop a five-track EP every month, but it's just them, you know, in their bedroom competing against nobody other than themselves. And it's like a lot of times you can tell in the quality it's not as good. So, yeah, I don't man, know. Flood, flooding the market with music that's not grade-A music is not the wave. Right. That's not, what I, that's not what I do it for, you know. Every time I make an album, I'm like trying to recreate my best album. That's how I made bad decisions, you know. That's how I made more politics. It's like right, and and again, like again, you you you're putting out wicked high quality albums, and these aren't these aren't fucking you know albums that these cunts be putting out nowadays where there's no thought process, <laughs> there's no there's no fucking theme to the album, no congruity, like. My God, you, you put together a fucking album with all horns on the beats. Like, people don't think like that. You make real projects and all these other cunts, they're in their bedroom fucking recording shit real quick, Fahiming it, fucking putting out 5,000 <laughs> songs in one year, and it's all trash, bro. Like, I just don't understand. Dump truck. Yeah, I don't understand how people think that's Dump cool. apocalypse. Yeah, Dump apocalypse. fuck out of here with truck. all that bullshit. The dump <laughs> yeah, man. I just got to move I just try to move along, man. Move with the times, you know, but stick, stick to my roots. I like, you know, when I do my albums, I like seeing the track list and being like, yo, produce, number one, produced by Just Blaze. Number two, Buckwild. Number three, Justice League. Number four, High Tech. Number five, Q-Tip. Number six, Static. Number seven, Knots. Like, I would rather take my time and go to Q-Tip's crib, like wait a whole year and go to Q-Tip's crib and get a, the right beat and take my time and just, and just really take my time and, and wait, wait for that Just Blaze beat. Wait for that Joey Badass feature or that King Crooked feature. That shit that's right. really just really be amazing. Cause I could sit in my bedroom too and make five song EPs and drop them shits every week. And right. we'll have a hundred albums. It's fifty two weeks in a year. We'll have a hundred albums. We'll have hundred and thirty eight albums next year. You know what I'm saying? Jesus. If, no if, problem. If, if if I wanted to do that, but I'd rather take my time and like make every move legendary. Yeah, and uh, again, I, I mean for longevity of the career, you're doing it right. It's like Yo, when, when, I don't know, it's like these fucking rappers out here, man, they're not patient. You gotta have patience. You might be waiting three years for that Q-tip beat, right? But when That's the fact. shit drops, when that shit drops, it's brand new to the fans. They don't know there was a three-year wait behind that, you know what I mean? Like, motherfuckers yeah. just right. need to be patient, man. <laughs> Everything's new to the fans when it comes out. Like, uh, I don't know, I could go on. Hey, yo, 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 you can't, you really can't check it out, son. Like, boom, I, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying, but I, I we waited ten years for this J Electronic album, <laughs> so I, I, ain't, I ain't trying to be patient. Okay. I be mad as fucking at you, term You waited three years to drop another CD. I be <laughs> like, yo, man, the fuck is wrong with right this nigga? Is he locked up? Word. I did. I, even if I was locked up, them shits would be coming out. 
Because <laughs> you got any done, I'll be like, yo, static, yeah, yo, grab, go grab a little 10-pack from the folder real quick and, <laughs> yo, stop some art and let's get the streams going. Because, like, well, that shit, is, I, I ain't never stop until I'm dead, bro. You ain't never going to have to, no offense to son good. or nothing like that, but I just, I couldn't do it, bro. Ten years, man. Not wait, wait, wait. Ten years, ten years before you put out another project. Who does that? You got Elkabadud, son. Yeah, but yo, boom, boom. If it's good, then we ain't gonna really be, 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 be arguing. We, we, we gonna, we gonna complain. Then we gonna be like, yo, when you gonna get that terminology feature, J Electronica? Word, word, word. Ten years. Then you just talk to him. Then you just talk to him. Yeah. Hey yo, when you get in the booth with uh, when you get in the lab with Jay Electronica, just tell them, hey bro, this is what you need to do. Be consistent. Yeah. <laughs> Quit making babies you. with Eric Badu. I'll relay the message if I see him. <laughs> yeah, Luffy K said that. Yeah. Then smack the shit out of him. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yo, <laughs> yo, yo, term. Uh, hey yo, before before we let you go, term. Um, I gotta ask you about one thing though. And this this is this is very important. Very important to me, right? All right, so you on show off radio with Static Selector, and you guys have guests on the show and all of that, right? There's only right. one guest. There's only one guest that I need to know about, all right? Okay. Oh, shit. What is the deal with my girl, Mary Jean, the porn star? <laughs> oh, shit. That's my girl. Term. Term, I'll That's fight my you girl. for her. I I'll, was just I'll her fight. Right now. I will fight you for her, bro. <laughs> yeah. Listen, man. That's, Yo. That's, that's the homie right there, man. Oh. We, we, it's funny because I, I was just texting her. I'm like, "Yo, Saturday, what's up?" She's like, "Yeah, what time Saturday?" Like, I'm linking with her Saturday and shit. Oh, term, term. You but fucking yeah, she, killing she, me. You killing me. She's off the hook, bro. <laughs> yeah, she's wow. good people's man. She's she's good people's. She got a good she from, spirit. She from New York, right? Yeah, I, I go to her shit in the Heights, Washington Heights. I go oh, fuck word, her. Word. I went to her the other day. I signed a new producer. His name is Jam. So, you know, we were kind of going over there on some celebration shit. So we went over there. She had like 10 bottles of champagne. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And she, she had some of her peoples with her, whatever. So we went over there. We chilled. She got like a little massage parlor. So we got a little massage. We was just kicking it, having some champagne and shit like that. Good times, man. She's good people. That's dope. Term, term, man. Like... You shouldn't. You shouldn't have been truthful with me, man. Now you got me mad, jealous and shit, and my uh, night's gonna be life, ruined. Don't be, don't be, don't be happy for this, brother, man. Yeah, yeah be happy, yeah. man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I live you know. a good life, man, but I deserve you, it. You, know? you do. Yeah, you you do. do deserve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do. That's a fact. But you put in a lot of goddamn work, terms. So you you deserve whatever the fuck you get, bro. <laughs> That's off the hook, man. <laughs> Yeah, man. Nah, she's cool. She's cool. For the listeners out there who um who never seen her, <laughs> look her up, man. You're all she's welcome. An adult, she's an adult film star. Yes, yes. So I don't look know her if up. we made that clear. But nah, yeah. nah. Yeah, she, she 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 is an adult film star, and she's one of the illest. <laughs> yeah, she's, so, she's great, man. She'll yeah, throw yeah. on the spot, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? That that's one cool thing about her. You'd be like, yo, let me see that ass, whatever. She'll just start bouncing that shit. Like right in front Oh of man. Put <laughs> yeah. the titties out, whatever. She's cool like Bro, that. bro, that girl has a glorious gluteus, man. Oh my yeah. god. Oh She's my goat, god. Man. Yeah. Facts, facts. That's good shit. <laughs> you gotta come hang out with us sometime, bro. Term, term, term. You say the word. 
Money misses. <laughs> and, and, and money misses there, bro. <laughs> no doubt, my man. Everybody's Googling her right now, yo. Yeah, Everybody's Googling yeah. her right now, yo. Mary Jean. Trust Mary me, Jean, yes. yo. Yes, indeed. Oh, hey, hey, turn. Uh, I'm sorry. One last thing before before we let you go. Um, yeah. I don't even know if you're aware of this, man, but right in the backyard here in Boston at the Middle East, we um, we're promoting a, a big concert, like an underground concert coming up on Saturday, March 21st. Um, okay. I don't I don't even know if you're around, but if you're in the bar, you know, if you're back in mass on the weekend of the 21st, let me know, because. We're gonna have a um, we're gonna have a ill rhyme cipher at the new Kush Groove store right across the street from the Middle East. Um, Saturday the twenty first from five to seven p.m. Sure right. Yeah, and we're gonna have uh, Riggs, Rim, mm-hmm. Bub Rock, mm-hmm. A Sun Eastwood, Rome Streets, Ty Farris, yeah. Easy Money. Your boy Easy Money's gonna be in the building, and uh, Fabian also with Easy. And um, we're going to film this shit professionally. We're going to have at least a couple cameramen in there. Uh, it's going to get thrown up on YouTube. All the fans who come to the meet and greet will be in this video. And it's going to be a crazy rhyme cypher with all of those MCs that I just mentioned. And if term, if, if you're around, man, you're more than welcome to come through for that shit, bro. That's dope, bro. All right, cool. No doubt. I'm going to check my schedule and definitely send me the information. I'll promote it for you on Soft Radio. Oh, good, good looking oh, out, my God! Holy well, shit! Well, well. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. thank you, term Jesus Christ! I didn't even, I wasn't even. Yeah, bro, that. <laughs> I'm gonna say forty-five, puppy. Yeah, man, I would never ask you to promote something for me, man. But if you do, holy shit, nah, that's, but those, that is those amazing. Names, those, those names you said, those, those are good rappers, you know. Yeah, that's yeah, that's something I can get behind, and, right. it, and it's on brand, you know what I'm saying, with the show because the show we don't play trap. We don't play rappers that can't rap. Like Static won't take your bread. He won't take. He don't care who's cool with you, who you, what the artist is. If it don't fit the show, he's not playing it. And that's one I thing. That, that's the best thing about Show Off Radio is that we keep our integrity up there. You know what I'm saying? We of only course. push that we, we like. Absolutely, and I mean that's why I've been fucking with you guys for all these years. For Christ's sake, Word you up. guys always keep that shit real. So like. So, term again, you you are absolutely invited if you're gonna be around. As a matter of fact, oh. I would love it. I would love it if you if you showed up because I want Boston to represent. We got a lot of like, uh, you know, we got like Rochester and Toronto in the building heavy, but I, I need I need Boston to be representing too. So, yeah. uh, the the concert is called a family affair, and it's gonna be that night, Saturday, uh, March twenty first. Uh, the performers, are, once again, are going to be Riggs, Danielson, Mooch, uh, Mooch, Rome Streets, Mav, A-Sun Eastwood, Rob Gates, SD Knack is going to perform, Al Davino is going to perform, and uh, RLX. Uh, but we're also having the cypher prior to the concert uh, at Kush Groove, where we're going to be smoking heavy, and that's going to be Easy Money, Fabian, Riggs, Rim, I think Rim the villain, right? Bub Rock, A Sun Eastwood, Rome Streets, Ty Farris, all in the that fucking uh, cipher. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a term. All star event. I'm, it's I'm telling you, term, right here, yo. term. If you if you're around, we'll talk after the show or tomorrow or something, man. I wanna I wanna sneak in the fucking front door with you, like Toma. You guys are all getting <laughs> bodied that. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, man. I'm gonna, I wanna come yeah, through I'm with the secret weapon. You know what I mean? Like, yo, bomb, I'm gonna let. 
I'm gonna let the young boys go ahead and, and do their thing in that one, man. If I go, I'm gonna just watch from the sideline. <laughs> yeah, yo, cause you the cheat code, man. <laughs> yeah, oh, not cause you know what? My, I already got Fabian and, and Easy Money in there. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so, right, okay. right. So true, true. The Latino, the, the the Boston Latino committee is well represented right now. You know Hell saying? yeah! I just, <laughs> just went out and clapped for my people. You know. And, word, uh, word. Shout out to Rome Streets. You know what I'm saying? And, and to the other dope MCs too, Rim and all them. Like those are the homies, man. So. I know they're going to kill that shit. Hell yeah. Well, hell yeah. I don't even That's take pictures with niggas, man. I'd love to get a flick with you in that shit so I can stunt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to try to pull up. I'm going to take my schedule, man. If, I'm word, word, word. Like, if not, there'll be another day. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to see yeah. you one of these days, son. I ain't yeah, going to stand yeah. you, man. I ain't going to stand you. I ain't going to stand you, bro. Yo, word. Term, you, you smoke, right? Yeah, all day, all the time. Oh, all right, wait, wait. I'll have, I'll have some fire for you. Oh, that's a dumb question I even asked, man. I see, remember, you you had me come out to that, um, the Short Fuse record release party where you guys were shooting Woo! the music video. Big up the oh, Short Fuse. Crime Apple. Out Short yeah. Fuse. Crime Apple was there. You guys were shooting the video. First of all, uh, thank you again very much for inviting me to that term. That was a hell of a fucking night. And if I remember correctly, that was 420, right? Yeah, it was 420. Yo, I, for, I forgot. You guys had fucking... It was 420, 2018. Yeah, you guys had joints that were the size of fucking mini baseball bats in there, bro. It was uh, wild. Yeah, we had two of them that it was a quarter pound of fire. Yeah, yeah. One. <laughs> quarter pound that. of each one. Shout out to my man, Hectic, and uh, <laughs> Gorilla, uh, Gorilla Green Thumb. They came through. Green Thumb Gorillas, pardon me. They came through with all that shit, and then... Once motherfuckers realized you could light up, it was just, it was ridiculous, bro. Oh, That's man, it was crazy. <laughs> I was, was in heaven. That was a real hood party, too. Like, nobody was checking at the door. All the Nothing. goons was in there. We had bitches in there. We were wilding. That was a good night. Oh, it was a very good night. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, man. I walked in the front door. They're blasting ill rap music. They're shooting a fucking music video. Chicks all over the place. And they're passing me blunts. And I'm like, what the fuck? Did I just come yeah, to heaven? What's going on heavy, right yo. now? <laughs> yeah. I basically just rented out a, uh, like a space and just threw like 100 people in there and had a party while we shot a video. That's basically Yeah. Yo, and, up, and, and it was a record release party. You fucking maximized yeah. your time right there, man. It was amazing. Yeah, that's what I do. We, you know, that's... we had Crime Apple come through the video. We dropped the album that day. We was on one. Yeah, listen, that everybody who's an upcoming rapper listening right now, this is how you work, all right? <laughs> that's how you right. put in work. Fucking Term was doing five events in one, one night. It was crazy. <laughs> Unreal. I, I remember that night. It was documented on Instagram. Like crime. That's when crime was about to, to blow up. Like that. Yeah. I thought he was gonna yeah, sign with yeah, you. Yeah. I thought he was gonna sign with yeah, you. Yes, he was signing me. He was signing me for a shorter period of time. But what happened was he was. Oh shit. Yeah, crime was signing me. Yeah, he was. Well, basically, what happened was like he was signing to Static, and then uh, you know, Static got real busy with the Rock Nation deal, and he was like, "Yo, I'm not gonna sign Crime anymore. I'm too busy." So I said, "Yo, if you don't mind." I think, you know, I'll sign him because I think I could help him. And this is right before he pops. So then, you mm -hmm. know, we met and we had, like, plans to do what we was going to do. And I would say, shit, like, in, like, two to three months, he just started popping on his own. So it was like, yo, yeah. it makes more sense for you to just do your own thing. But, like, I'm big bro. If you ever need anything on my side, I got you. And once you get popping, you know, just return the favor. So now it's more like a friendship. You know what I'm saying? Sure word. Way. And that happened a bunch of times, but sometimes it works out better that way, man. You don't want to hold them uh -huh. back, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. The, the Big Ghost is the album is the one that uh blew him up, you know what I'm saying? Right, the Big right. Ghost. That was that, yeah. that was yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, I'm on that shit doing the skits. I'm on, I'm on oh, there doing the skits. That's okay. me doing the skits. 
I do all Hell that yeah. shit for Big Ghost. That, uh, my yeah. man Dom Dirty did the art. Dom Dirty's part of the show. That shit is blue. Like, that shit is beautiful, yo. The record yeah. itself is beautiful. Oh, I yeah. have the picture. I have the picture disc of that shit, man. The Aguardiente. I said that like such a fucking white boy. Pause. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh you know what? You know what's crazy, bro? I still got some records with Crown that never came out. I gotta drop them shits one day. Oh shit! You, you, come on, term. Come on, it was term. Before he, it was before he blew up, so it's like he got some different subject matter. Like he's talking about some other shit. You know what I mean? Yep. Not that, yeah, not that he switched it, but now he's more worldwide. He's been around the world a few times, type shit. Like yeah. this was we're straight out the basement shit. You know what I mean? Right, right. Indeed. Yeah, I love. I would love to hear them joints right there. I got one with I got so many. I got one with Benny that never came out. I got one with Smoke Dizzy that never came out. I got one with, I got yeah, one with Redman yeah. that never came out. Why? <laughs> Why, man? It, it just be like that. Like sometimes, like you do songs and them shits just like they they never fit on a project or like maybe something you said on the on the song you feel like it doesn't really go with the times anymore. Whatever. Like there's mad right. songs with Eric Sermon in the cut. Like. Mad shit, but like crazy. Yo, yo, that's funny. Term said that like you might have said some shit that don't go with the times. Yo, if you go back and listen to some of my old shit, I be I be saying it all day, bro, all day. Yo, I get fucking killed now if I put that shit. Yeah, man, the shit we were saying ten years ago, man. You know, you kidding me? It was like my favorite word up until. You get shot for saying that shit. You know what's funny, bro? Now we listen to that. Now we listen to songs. And when somebody says shit, the whole car looks at each other like, yo, he's, he said that shit? Like, yeah. Bro, bro, it was like, some regular shit. It was like, you just singing along to, to the song. Dog, like, dog saying no it was saying was like saying the word the. <laughs> like, I, I said that shit left and right, bro. Yo, and I didn't... Uh, anyways, whatever. Yeah. You, know, you, know, you go... I, I've been Man, going back and listening to shit. Now. Definitely. I've been going oh, back and listening to the old Eminem. You know what I'm saying? And, like, everything he said was, like, horrible. Like, he could not, he could not drop in 2020. You know what I'm saying? He could not do it. Or old Necro. Nah, that's the, even yeah. the shit like with um with Sean P like on the Sean P and uh and Little Fame yeah. album, blurting out words because it was like he was saying all that shit in a different climate, so people just might not understand the creativity behind it. He wasn't really trying to say he was gonna do any of that, but it was like it or maybe he did mean it, but it don't matter. It's just like you can't even make jokes like that in this climate. You know what I mean? Right, right, man. Yeah, I, I, I really hate the fact that that has to happen or is happening, but like yo, hey, yeah, yo, it's yo, still funny. Luke, you don't worry. Everything's everything's cyclical. You know what I mean? Like like right now it's not cool, but like in fucking five, ten years it'll be cool again. And when it is cool again, I'm coming out the gun. You're gonna say f man, top, f bro. This that. Oh my yeah. god. Yo, yo, Ben is literally gonna edit all this shit. Nah, I don't think that's that bad. I, mean, I don't think it's that bad, yo. I don't yeah, you might have to you might have to take the last minute out of the conversation besides. Nah, that, man, yeah. I don't think I don't think fag is that bad. Everybody know money is ain't shit. He says cut four times an episode. <laughs> hey man, no, it's speech, bro. You can say whatever you want. Whoever don't like you for it is is free don't, to also not like you for it. True, true. true. And yeah, everybody but, listen to this goddamn show. No, hold on, but let me show. let me just say something though. In, in in retrospect, like obviously now, like yo, it ain't really cool to be fucking marginalizing these people like that. So <laughs> I understand why that shit ain't cool to say no more. And I definitely have toned it down up until we just had this conversation. I might bring the word back now. <laughs> hey yo, but boom, when you say f 
you let me f it? Nah, nah. I mean, like, I say that. There you bro. go. It's like calling somebody an asshole, bro. That's all. I, you know. Hey, yo, come yeah, on, yeah. B. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't we, talking we, about we, no we, f it, man. We grew up using that shit like we grew up using that shit like in a derogatory term, but not not for the actual. Music. Not literal. Like, yeah, like not said, literal. Like an asshole. Like. Yeah, you just trying yeah, to run you go. down. My father was the king of that shit. He called everybody maricón. Maricón, maricón. Everybody's maricón. <laughs> when you really break that shit down, that shit means it. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right, right. I got called a <laughs> every day my whole life. Yeah, man. Yo, right. yo, term, that's bad for you, right? Like, I'm uh, I'm Greek, right? I'm Greek. And, and my dad, like, Greeks, we have a word called malaka. And it's like, right. the, nas it's like the national word, right? Malaka. Yeah, I know the word. Yeah, and it's the same thing as, like, you know, similar to maricón. Like, you know, you just say that shit to everybody. It's like the word. You say that shit even if you don't mean it literally, right? It's like so stupid. The fun, stupid. Yeah, right. So, like, my dad, man, I grew up my whole life. My dad calling me a malaka all day long, left and right, right? Yo, come to find out the literal translation of malaka means a masturbator. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo, so but imagine, imagine, imagine calling your kid every day, yo, you little masturbator. No, you got to sound right now in this time, bro. You get your kids yo, taken away. Ridiculous. You call your it kid was... a masturbator every day, you might get your kids taken away, bro. Yo, this exactly. Kid, this yeah. <laughs> the fuck is you doing? Fuck exactly. your kid. Fuck it. Right. Call me maricong every day for like fucking twenty years, like. Right. Not right. even on some fast shit. He'd be like maricong, like just yeah, regular shit, like yo, you, shit. Like, my you, dad was in Malacca. Like, he caught me a masturbator and it would be like in a positive. Say, hey, Malaka, come over here, buddy. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a celebrated masturbator. Yeah. <laughs> that shit is ridiculous, yo. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. man. We're in a yo. new era, but, you know, history raising the kids right, man. No matter what, it's freedom of speech. You raise the kids how you want. You know, try to do the best job you can. And it is very Facts. Shout out, good, shout out Good Dad Gang. What's the website on that term? Let everybody know. <laughs> yeah. It's gooddadgang.com, so if you want to go on there, you know, buy somebody something positive. We're living in a negative world right now. So much negativity going on. So, you know, if you know somebody who's a good parent, you want to show them love, whether it's your, you know, your baby daddy, your baby mama. We make good mom gang, too. So whoever, something right, for your mom, up. get for your daddy. You want to show somebody some love that, that you know puts in that work as a parent, you can go to gooddadgang.com. We got shirts, hats, watches, you know, bomber jackets, stickers, all kinds of stuff. And yeah, y'all got everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do events every year where we give back to the hood. We do, we go back to um, we go to Lawrence. You know, Lawrence is Lawrence, Massachusetts is the poorest city in Massachusetts in the whole Massachusetts. Really? So you Google it, wow. yeah, top ten. Lawrence is the poorest. So I'm from the poorest hood. So I like to really go back there where the people really need it. And I always get like a DJ. I get ice cream and pizza and food and stuff like that. I feed the whole block and we give away 500 backpacks every year filled up with school supplies so we have a line it's the line be like down the street around the block and um we, we do that every single year this is going to be our sixth year doing that yeah in term uh this past fall if, when, when you yeah, when you guys yeah. did it i saw like some of the stuff that you right. documented on instagram and stuff and you guys didn't you have right. to like do more bags because the demand was so high yeah we started with 100 bags in south lawrence um yeah and them shits went like in an hour so then we went back to the store. I was giving money, cash, like me and all the homies are putting cash out of our pocket and, and giving it. Yo, go to the dollar store, go buy 100 pence. Yo, go to CVS, buy every notebook they got because we ran out so fast. Yeah. You know, but this is our money. This, this this wasn't money that was funded by a corporation or anything right. like that. This is just the streets giving back to the streets. And um, once it started really blowing up, then 
Then we said, all right, now we're going to do real backpacks, not the little drawstring joints, like real, mm-hmm. real nice backpacks, you know? So now we're on to the big bags with the, you know, filling it up. And the event's getting bigger every year, you know what I'm saying? And it's it's funny, man, because there's barely ever any press, you know what I'm saying? The, the newspaper never come. They never cover it. You never see it on TV. But, you know, if me and ST, the squad, go through Lawrence and just shoot up, like five houses right now, you know what I'm saying? We'll be on the news tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, man. Sad, yeah, because because good good stories don't sell, man. They they right. they wanna they wanna scare us with the coronavirus and everything all day. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Really Motherfuckers. See that that we doing good shit for the community and they don't wanna they don't wanna celebrate it. But it's not really about the pat on the back. I think it's more just tell the people some good shit. Tell the people where they can get help. Don't just right. tell the people, oh yo, fucking. Tournament ST came through the club and stomped somebody's face and like that's the only time that they want to talk about you when you're involved in some negative shit, you know? Right. And I think that's whack. So I use my social media to talk about good stuff. You know what I'm yes. saying? About like, helping parents yes, you and do. helping poor people and doing you know, doing good shit, man. There's a lot of fucked up shit in this world. So try yeah, to man. And and term your positivity goes a long way because how many fucking good dad gang tattoos are there right now? You 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 up there in the numbers right now? Eighty seven, I think. Eighty eight. Eighty eight good dad gang tattoos. I mean, term when somebody tattoos your logo onto their body, you gotta be doing something to inspire them. You know what I mean? So you yeah, you real. you put you put it in some good work out here in these streets, man. Salute to you. Appreciate that, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, those, those we we didn't ask nobody to do that shit. They just felt the the movement so much, and it, it just they they really fucked with it. And people would just kind of send them in, cause like social media, or sometimes they wouldn't even know that there's a real movement. They would just find out about it through a t-shirt or through Google, and just tat it. So the tattoos just came in in a crazy way. Like people would tag me, and I never would have seen it if that one person didn't tag me. So uh, as I've been grabbing them, I've been giving people names, like different numbers, like, oh, all right, yo, Juan Rodriguez, all right, you number 63, boom. And we've been just kind of <laughs> documenting it like that. Right, right. That's dope. That's yeah, there's probably that, hundreds of them around the world because there's mad people with no social media, you know? Right, uh-huh. exactly. Yeah, that that's a whole other conversation that I, I always talk about, uh, where, like, people think that, like, the opinions on social media uh, reflect, like, the whole population when fucking... More than half the population ain't even on social media. So that's a fact, bro. Yeah. Even if you got it, you might not be active. You know, right, right. People, so it's like how many times do you some? Yeah, so you go to somebody's gram and they haven't posted a picture since 2015. You're like, holy shit, why you even got right. this shit? Right, exactly, exactly. So again, that's why that personal fucking in in person, like going to shows, meeting the fans, fucking with mm-hmm. the fans, so that goes a lot further. And the mm-hmm. social media shit, man. You got to do both. You got to be, you got to be in the street and on the gram. You got to do them both, man. That's a fact, That's man. Word. All right. Well, yo, we've been on the phone for a minute here, so sorry to take up so much of your time, term. Uh, but good, man. It was a good conversation. Hey, yeah, yeah, man, yo. Thank, well, well, thank, well. thank you very much for taking out this much time for somebody who is as busy as you. I really appreciate that, man. That is very good shit. Thank you, term. Yeah, yeah, it's all man. I appreciate y'all. Thanks for having me. It's really word, like word. It, it's really really good like to hear some of this shit you were saying on here, my dude. Like boom, being a fan for for years and, and the songs destroying my computer and shit, man. It's really really cool to like <laughs> like like, <laughs> like hear hear this shit, B. Like really good. And hearing that you making the beats with the samples and shit. It's it's really cool 
hearing this shit, man. Thank you, Ben and Miz, man. I got to interview some of my favorite rappers on this shit, B. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah, keep word. going, man. You guys are so great. Good. I'm watching you, man. So keep going. Word the Thank fuck you. up, man. Word the fuck <laughs> up, my dude. Word. Thank word. you very much, Term. All right. So I, I guess we, that's going to conclude episode 24 of the Fuck You Mean podcast. My bad. With yeah, our yeah. special guest terminology of ST the Squad and Good Dad Gang and Show Off Radio and fucking probably a million other things I don't know he already got his hands in. Shout out Term for his hard work and his great career and all the amazing music that he always gives us year in and year out. As a fan, I can't ask for anything else, man. So salute to you, Terminology. Thank you very much. Bung bung. Mm-hmm.